Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hello, and welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Last week of organized team activities for the Kansas City Chiefs as they begin their mandatory mini camp next week. On Thursday, we heard from head coach Andy Reid, wide receiver Marquez Valdez Scantling, as well as running back Clyde Edwards Lair and linebacker Nick Bolton. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by MVS. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll hear from Clyde and Nick Bolton. Here's Andy Reid. All right. Um, had a good day today. Uh, practices. Going to get the guys out there, and uh, a couple of the guys that are nicked up are working their way back in, which is good. Um, but working hard, good effort. Young guys are getting better, which is, which is a plus. We're still throwing a ton at them, um, and they're they're doing well. So. Um, appreciate their effort on that. Anyways, with that, time's yours. Speaking of people who are working themselves back in, Coach, what, what did you think of Sky Moore? It seemed like he, he was able to do a lot more than he's been doing the last year. Yeah, no pun intended. Yes, he, he, <laughs> he has been doing a lot more. He's, uh, he's doing a good job um, of understanding what we're trying to get done. Now it's just a matter of the reps and, uh, and catching up with, with the other guys, what they're doing. With, with MBS, I have a hard time pronouncing Yeah, so um, he, he's a big kid, but he's got real good flexibility, hips, he can change direction, and he's got that speed, which I think we all knew he had. Um, and he's in, you know, he's, been, he's able to work some of the primary underneath routes um, that he maybe didn't do quite as much uh, in Green Bay because of who they had there. So um, I, I've, I've been pleased with how he goes by. Very, very smart uh, kid. And so he's doing a nice job for us, working hard. Do you, how much do you believe in the value of having a number one receiver, you know, that, that idea? In, do you think MBS has a skill set that could be that in your offense? Yeah, I've never really gotten into that. Um, you know, it doesn't. We don't have a position for the number one guy necessarily. I mean, everybody gets an opportunity. I think if you can spread it around a little bit, I think that's the best that you can do. Um, you know, so we've tried to do that. Although uh, the great ones always make you know make a play here or there. So then people go, "Well, he's the number one guy." Well, we don't really determine it that way. Um, so that we give them all plays. That their position. Every one of them have plays in the. In the offense and offense that gets called, so it's just a matter of what the defense presents to it, and then how you handle it from there. Andy, this is uh, year two of Nick and Willie working together. I just wonder what you see now that 
shows an improvement from where they were a year ago to Nick was a rookie, just how that dynamic may work. Sure. Yeah, well, they've got a they've got a bond. I mean, they've known each other a long time, so uh, they've got that natural thing that's going on there. And then they work at it, and and so I I like what I've seen. Um, I, I think both of them are much more comfortable in what we're doing right now than what they were at the beginning of last year. So it's been so far so good, productive. It's been good. This camp's been good for those guys. Yeah. Yeah, I listen. I, I mean, Clyde knows. I, he, that's what, the, I tell the guys we're going to try to bring as much. I tell the whole team this: we're going to try to bring as much competition. That's what that's what Brett does, and that makes you better. And you don't look over your shoulder, man. It's full steam ahead, and just work on your game. But there's going to be competition. Um, but you got well, competition. Take care of your, maximize what you can do. And you don't have to worry about anything else. Best you can do, right? So I haven't I haven't had it specifically. Talk to him, although he knows, you know, he knows that there's good players there. Coach, specific to Nick Bolton, last year he seems like he, he either met or exceeded your expectations. How does he follow up a year like that? And uh, this year, what are your expectations of him coming into 2022? Yeah, um, I, I think the more understanding he has, and the more he does it, uh, you even get to see it even becomes more uh, um, friendly to his instincts. And uh, so where you saw him in the run game really be effective, um, now he's able to work on the pass game. That's what these camps are. <clears throat> and so that's where you see linebackers make a little jump from their first year into the second and third year. They get all these reps with the, with the pass game, and, and uh, I think that will help him down the road just as, as a, uh, you know, uh, rounding off his game. So it's uh, – and he's attacking it like crazy right now, so – He's, he's really uh, put a lot of effort into that. There's just the uh, news is out there that uh, Orlando finally has an agent. Just how optimistic is Brad uh, now that that has happened? That maybe this is next week. Yeah. So they. Uh, yeah. Um, he's talked to the, the people that are working with Orlando, and they'll keep doing that. Um, uh, so it's good that he's taken that step forward for sure. And in a year like this, do you look back at kind of the foundation of your vast array of plays? differently than you do in any other year, audited differently just because of the dramatic changes with Tyreek and other options? Well, yeah, so, I mean, you've been around us for a while, but so we're trying to, we try to say, okay, what's your strengths? Let's exploit those. So we're, we're doing that with some of the new guys. Uh, let's try to exploit their strengths, and then whatever we feel like they need to work on from there, we'll work on it. And that's no different than what we've done with anybody that's been here. So... Um, uh, that's and, and so there, yeah. There's some different plays in there for different people for what we think are their their strengths, and we roll from there. But in yeah. some ways, you're, you're, does that mean, mean you're bringing back stuff you've had? Or is yeah, we do that. We we bring some stuff back. We bring some stuff out of the sky. We bring it. We'll, <laughs> we'll take any of your plays you got. Hey, Doug. <laughs> Coach, it seems like uh, Josh Gordon had a nice workout today. Just how beneficial uh, has it been, maybe now to have been here midseason and then. Yeah, but you guys are out there. You could see him that he he's running better, catching better. Um, he's working hard at all of this. Um, he's a good kid and he's smart, so that that helps. 
<clears throat> and um, so that's the way he's approached this whole thing. And he's getting reps. Uh, so he can, you know, he can get himself back where he wants to be. Was, because he came in late, was he just trying to get into football shape? Or was he dealing with an injury? Or, and then alternatively, how much of that is just trying to digest your offense and understand what he needs to be out there without thinking? Yeah, I was kind of getting back in the flow of playing the game. And now, and then you're throwing a whole new offense kind of right in the middle of it all and, and asked to pick all that up. So, um, you know, that's – and probably work himself into playing shape, just getting himself back or seemed like it was moving fast for him, and now it's kind of slowed down. And looks like he's doing better after the catch. When he catches the ball, he's able to maneuver around in space. I think he's lost a little bit of weight. You know, he was pretty big when he got here. He's a big guy anyways, but, I mean – I think you dropped a little bit of weight there, too. Coach, you're kind of such a guy that's been around you for the past few years. Garrett Deer announced his retirement. Um, no matter if someone's on the practice squad or the number one man on the roster, what advice can you offer them as they transition? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about him. He's going to make a lot of money. And uh, he's a good dad, and uh, he'll have a good post-playing career. Um, you know, chicken and pickle. He'll be chickle and pickle at the death. He's, he's everywhere. So he... He'll be fine. I'm not worried about Dieter. <laughs> hey, Coach, when, when you've got a franchise tag player, they're in a unique situation. Sometimes things either get said by the agent or the player. How do you compartmentalize that, you know, for yourself and for the team? Yeah, I mean, listen, there are things that are said, and half of it might not have been really said, and the other half, you know, maybe it was. Uh, my thing is you just try to do what you have to do to make it right and be as honest as you can, so... Um, and we're we're quiet about that. We try to do everything behind the, you know, with the person that we're involved with, and not tell the world about it. So that's how we go about business. And our guy, our guys, you know, our guys are very honest and and deliberate. And we've always, you know, I, which I think is a, a great way to go, and something Clark believes in. But uh, fair for the player, fair for the team. Let's roll. And so, um, and that can be done. Well, you know, with a good working relationship. With, with that said, Coach, um, Orlando yesterday on the NFL Network said he felt confident that sure. the deal would get done. I know it's five weeks between now and the deadline. Just where do you get the sense that this is handed in? Yeah, I think, it, I think that way. I mean, Orlando, we love Orlando here. So he's a, he's a good human being, and um, he's a good professional. He's grown up around it. I think he's got good counsel. So, um, you know, we'll just – just got to work through it. I mean, I, I don't see anything that, um, you know, that's going to get in the way there. Just had the guys working together, keeping everything open like any any other uh, opportunity that you have to do deals with players. They normally don't happen overnight. So you you work through it, and then, again, you come up with something that that's good for the team. I know Orlando uh, has a ton of respect uh, for winning and all that stuff. So, you know, you, you're juggling. Peach, Peach has got to do this, so I can say he's got to juggle all the, the salary cap, which is, which is a crazy deal. So, but the the agents understand that too. Ms. Karen, coach, next week grand finale, mandatory minicamp, <clears throat> you take a little time off. Do things ramp up next week? Do you try to get everything in we have to know before yeah. training camp? You know, we've basically got everybody here for the most part, so um, I, we're not going to go back and have to rehash everything. We'll just kind of keep it going. And um, we did that early, though. We kind of redid everything back back when. But, guys, we've had good attendance, and 
um, especially with the new guys. And uh, I've been happy with that. So we, we're just going to keep plowing through and get it knocked out. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Coach. Okay, good. Thank you. There's no K in my name, so don't say Marquez. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Sorry, getting involved in the offense here. What's your initial thoughts as you've gone through these OTA practices? Uh, Patrick and all the rest of yeah, man, it's, it's fun. Um, get out there, new team, new environment, new players, new coaching staff. You know, I'm just embracing the opportunity and going out and trying to put my best foot forward. What's different from, you know, working with, you know, Aaron and now Patrick? Um, I mean, they're both the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. You know, so there's not much difference. You know, one just a little bit older, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, players, um, I, hey, I know there's a lot of things that go into where the ball goes on any given play, but it seems like when Pat's out there, it's coming your way a lot. Anything that you can point your finger towards uh, on that? Like why? Uh... I'm just open. I don't know. <laughs> just get open and Pat will find you. Um, it's kind of, you know, his, he's the best in the business doing that, you know, finding the open guys and giving them chances, you know, so that's just kind of what it's been. We've asked Patrick what was what, beneficial for him when you brought you guys together in Texas, but for you coming into a new team, what, did, what was the most that you got out of that time? Uh, just meeting the guys, man. Um, you know, football is football, X's and O's. Everybody can get out there and run some routes and catch some footballs. Uh, but just being able to, you know, interact on a on a personal level, you know, not just talk about football, but to go out to dinner and go out to lunch and kind of see what these guys are like and say, hey, this is, you know, these can be my group of friends, you know, and, you know, we kind of do the same things or have the same interests, you know, so just being able to, to make new friends, I think that was the most important part, just being down in Texas with them for a couple of weeks. Sorry, how long specifically did you spend? Because I know different players spent different amounts of time. Um, I was down there for about two or three weeks. Okay. Yeah, um, so. There was one moment of practice today where uh, it looked like it was uh, you, Patrick, and um, Matt Nagy sort of talking through a previous play. Could you just share some insight on what that particular conversation? Uh, we just kind of always just talk. Uh, that's something that I did a lot when I was in Green Bay, kind of just talk about things that they see and, and how they see it. Because obviously you want to be able to be on the same page as the quarterback. Um, so being able to, you know, think how he thinks and hear what he thinks, you know, with him and his quarterback coach, I think is super important. So I'll go over there and just, hey, why'd you guys do this? Or, you know, those things like that are, are super important, you know, so we can always be on the same page. Mark, do you envision your role being any different in Kansas City? compared to what it was in Green Bay? Uh, I mean, I can't speak on the future, um, but obviously I'm, I'm here for a reason, and I want to make the best of that opportunity. Mark West, there was a play out there today in practice. Uh, I think it was 11 on 11. Mahomes with a no-look pass to you, and then you stuck it with a one-handed grab with your left hand. As a receiver, and you have a quarterback who's capable of doing that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. what do you need to do mentally to know that? Even though he's not looking at me, that ball still can come this way. I mean, I, I had the, the first quarterback that did it, you know, so I got that a lot. Um, and uh, you kind of just always be aware of the ball can come to you at any given time. You know, playing with Aaron for four years, you know, he did it a lot. I think one of my first passes that he threw to me in training camp was a no-look pass. You know, so I'm, I'm accustomed to it um, and just always be, be prepared because they have eyes in the back of their head and they can throw the football any kind of way, you know, behind his head, wherever, you know. So, uh, you know, Pat's gifted like that where he can, you know, do those kind of things. Um, and I'm just excited to have another quarterback that is just that talented. You mentioned just going to Texas. Uh, the benefit of that was learning personality as much as the football. What was your takeaway just on, on Patrick's personality? 
Yeah, I mean, we're like the same age, you know, so we have a lot of the same interests. You know, he likes, uh, you know, sports. Obviously, he was a baseball player. I was a baseball player growing up, too, so we can connect on that. Um, he's super competitive. He wants to win everything, and I'm the same way. Um, and he's just a, a fun guy, you know, likes to talk about whatever, loves his family. Um, and I think that's just a huge thing. Um, and just being able to, to interact with a guy that's, you know, very similar to you in, you know, all facets. And likewise, I don't, I don't want you to be critical of anything at Green Bay, but Andy had kind of mentioned you're getting a chance to run some underneath routes and some things that you maybe didn't get to because of personnel that was there. So are you excited? There's probably a lot more targets available in this offense than there were in Green Bay and maybe, a, you know, an expanded role for you. So are you excited for that opportunity? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, uh, not necessarily say I was limited in Green Bay, um, but we had specific roles that, you know, we did. Um, and when I was there, we were a pretty good offense you know, for my four years, um, so it worked. Um, and we won a lot of football games, so, you know, you can't really complain when you're winning. Um, and I think that was, you know, got to just be unselfish, and that's kind of how we won so many games there. Um, and obviously, you know, whatever I can do here to, to bring that same type of winning mentality, obviously they've been winning for a long time as well, so I just want to step in and do whatever I can to, to do that. When you're going through your free agent process, how, how important was maybe opportunity when you were talking to different teams and, and eventually landing here? Yeah, I mean, that was huge. Um, obviously, um, during free agency, you got to figure out what's going to be the best fit for you. Um, and I think that was just the focus is where it was going to be a place where I can go in and be myself. When we first talked to you, you mentioned just how much of an influence Devontae was. Mm -hmm. um, to kind of Todd's question with running some of those, you know, shorter routes or more routes in the intermediate area, just how much did you gain from him that can be beneficial for this type of opportunity for you, knowing that, you know, he's now with a new team as well? Uh, a division. lot. I mean, like I said, between him and Randall Cobb, um, in my four years in Green Bay, I learned so much from those guys. They were the epitome of what you want for a, a veteran leader, um, you know, on and off the field. Um, I talked to Devontae regularly. just talked to him yesterday. We send clips back and forth to each other of like, hey, what could I have done here? Or you know, show me something that you did in practice that I liked. And, you know, so that's one of my you know, closest friends. And, um, you know, we, we still talk regularly. Um, and, you know, I think that he's going to be great. You know, I could see him twice a year. Um, so that's going to be fun as well. Um, but, no, nah, I mean, he's just uh, one of those guys that you can't really, you know, replicate. And, you know, he's one-of-a-kind talent. Um, but he'll teach you everything that he can teach you. And I think that's a great thing. And I definitely want to be able to teach the younger guys underneath me the same things that I was taught. Last one, Adam. Uh, you talked about earlier that uh, one of the first passes you caught from Aaron in practice was a no-look. Did you, did you catch the ball? Were you ready for it? Then? Yeah, I mean, I caught it. I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, it was uh, – uh, he had rolled out to the, the left, um, and I was on the wide side of the field to the right, um, and he no-looked to come back to the other side of the field and wasn't even prepared for it. I thought he was throwing it away, and it's like, oh, it's my football. You know, so, um, like I said, he's uh, one of those guys that you can't really, you know, emulate. And then, you know, you got Pat, who had that same level of talent. You know, so I'm just super excited to have, you know, the two best quarterbacks to throw me the football, you know, I guess I'm living right, you know, to, to have that. Thanks, Marquez. Thank you. Pick who goes first? Sure. Uh, it doesn't matter who wants to go first. <laughs> sure. Are the things you're trying to improve on this time of year, as opposed to just generally getting better, I mean, are there specific things you're maybe working on this offseason? Well, um, this is a pass camp, so my mainly running routes and catching passes is uh, something that I try to pride myself on throughout the offseason because it's only 
so much running you can do. You can't go running between the tackles in the offseason. So you can only do so much training as far as that. Um, but as everybody knows our offense. They know who our quarterback is. They know who, who we are as an identity. So catching passes and running routes has been my thing. Well, it's interesting you said that everybody knows the offense. So many changes on offense. Mm -hmm. So a lot of teams bolstered their defenses to take on this offense. Mm -hmm. So are you going to surprise a few people with some of the new people and what they can do that might be different than what was done last year? Everybody brings something different to the table. And, and that's the that's the, the the great thing about this offense is you can stick anybody anywhere. And as long as we know what we're doing and executing, it can it can be unmatched depending on, you know, as far as our matchups. I can line up from in one, two, three spot, four, and run any any route as far as the route tree trap can do the same thing from MVS to Juju to McCole. So it, it's, it just shows you that we can be as versatile as we want, and now everybody just has to play our matchup, and it's not the same thing that they've been seeing the last six years. Uh, most definitely, but I mean, I wouldn't just pinpoint it as you know year three. I was look at it the same way. First year I got drafted, everybody was like, "Oh, you know, this, this, this." Second year dealt with some injuries, and now you know it's year three. So it's like everybody's like, you know, that that. But it, it's always a sense of urgency for me. So that's just what it is. So no, no difference on the first two. Then? As far as preparation or. Oh no, since I mean you know being able to do the things that I did starting running back as. A rookie playing a Super Bowl and then really just battling injuries through last year, I feel like I bring the intensity and, and as far as being a professional from the off season and coming into the season, I do everything I need to. As far as like just for, uh, just just being around, I mean, just he was he was somebody that that I've talked to uh, beforehand. I mean, you got a Leonard was in his room and then you have Darn was also in 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 Tampa. So it wasn't just like, oh, this is some random dude coming in. We had conversations with each other, been on FaceTime with each other. I'm close friends with Leonard and everybody knows Leonard's a clown. So <laughs> it's like it's like we we kind of talk and do those things. But I was it was like, you know, a, a running back kind of like mingle thing. Like we don't sit here and like, oh, man, that dude plays for this team. I'm not going to talk to him like we all people. So it's just it's just one of those things. I talk to him like like any any normal person. And when he came in, it was just this is what it is. Talk to you as a person. You have a question. I have a question. We learn from each other, and we go out here and try to and improve. That's about it. Room, the, room, the, the running back room looks a little different now, mm -hmm. right? You, lean, you talked about last year leaning on Daryl a lot, a lot. Yep. Who is it you go to now for you know, any advice you need in that room? It's, uh, man, I can go to anybody. And I remember, uh, it's funny that you say that because I remember telling uh, G. Lou, it's like, man, I could have a baby in here teaching me. But if they telling me something that I don't know, it's something that I can learn from. So I, I can care less who, you know, who's actually teaching me. Um, I mean, he might, uh, Pac or, or Ely or Fleet might see something that I didn't see. Um, and, and that's just what it is. You can train anything, what you want to do. But one thing you can't train in this profession is eyes. And that's the things that, that separates everybody apart. Right, it's been out there about your, you know, gallbladder surgery and not really having a full training regimen. Mm -hmm. Now that you've been able to, to do that, how do you feel already that that maybe has made an impact on, on what you can do this year? I feel great. Uh, you know, just being able to, it was, it's a lot of things with it. You know, food intake, everything. I was, you know, weight was fluctuating and everything. It was, it was something that I didn't need to spew out to the media, but it was something that I was able to conquer every week. And it was, you know, everybody, you know, you say whatever, but I mean, I got four incisions in my stomach and then I was able to go out here and do fall camp with, without a hiccup. So um, it's just one of those things that mentally, man, if you 
tell yourself you can do it, you do it. But I mean, I wasn't necessarily thinking about it. I know this is my job. A gallbladder surgery, stomach surgery, whatever it is, wasn't gonna stop me from going out there playing ball. Fair to say this is the best you've felt since since coming out. Yeah, most definitely. I would say uh, I had the gallbladder surgery after the Super Bowl, so I would say pretty much since that, since pretty much after that point, best I felt. You guys won the Super Bowl against. I wasn't here when we won the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Clyde, you mentioned MBS. Just what's your first impression? Speed, fast, nice hands, taller than me, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but man, um, I like MBS. As as even when we were in uh, in in Texas doing our Phase One routes and everything, I mean just. The way he explains things, and and you you can see the the him his years in elite, uh, his his he's so wise as far as um, coverages and and man coverage and zones and everything. He he's able to communicate with Pat, and they're able to like get through those certain things of of communication. That I'm not I wouldn't say necessarily say I'm not used to doing because that's what we do here. We communicate, but just seeing that firsthand from somebody who comes from Green, but like it wasn't it wasn't even. I would say a month before we was he was already diving into the playbook and understanding what was going on. So um, great guy, absolutely love him. We 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 text and talk about cars and everything else because that's one of his obviously one of my passions, but now one of his too. So uh, it's just one of those things we able to connect not just on football, but being able to be friends and everything outside of football is what, what brings us so close. You talk about those workouts down in Texas. What were the what were the benefits of those to you? Timing. Um, and I would say, like, it wasn't it wasn't like old linemen were there, but as far as getting the timing down with Pat, and then, I mean, like you guys say every week, it's oh, it's a whole new offense. Everybody's you know different, and everybody else. So, I mean, I was able to meet people. Like that's that's really that's really what you want to do. You don't want to just go out here and be my first time, you know, meeting a guy, and we all got our you know pads and helmets on and everything else, and it, and and it's nothing. It's like connecting. Um, if anybody can just know me or know the next person. Personality-wise, we realized we go out there, we just having fun. And if you're able to kind of get over that hump during the offseason, which we did probably the first two or three days, um, as just breaking the ice and, and getting to know each other, the, the, the next easiest thing is just learning the playbook and being able to communicate about it. So that's what we did. Being the, the lead back, um, you know, what's your initial reaction when the Chiefs do take a running back in the seventh? And then how soon do you reach out and, and kind of help him get acclimated? Immediately. I mean, that's, that was same thing that happened to me, man. It's a... Uh, it's the NFL. It's the, it's the world we live in. Every year is going to be somebody getting drafted, your position, or another position, or just what it is. I mean, I, me in college, I'm thinking like, okay, when is my, when is my, my turn to get drafted and when I get a chance to be on that field? I mean, it's 32 teams. We're not expanding anything. Like, it's what it is, bro. That next person learns. That old that, that person, you know, who's a starter gets older, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a time clock that'll never keep going. So at some point, all y'all will be out of here, too. Yeah, and I, w- I would mainly say is it was really just the timing of it. I mean, you probably could just could see pinpoint games where, oh, this he getting ahead of steam and he about to start rolling and it's just kind of just like, oh, well, he dealt with that injury and it's just one of those things. And, like, even with, uh, you know, just having those injuries late at the end of my rookie year, I had did something to my hip and my ankle that I thought I wasn't even going to play a year or two, and I was able to 
get back out there year one. So it's uh, and playing the Super Bowl. So it was just, you know, um, I never really was injured. At, well, never really was injured in college. So it, it's just one of those things. Uh, I was hurt, but I was able to kind of, I wouldn't say immediately get back from it, but something that they think that I was going to be out for at least going into the middle of year two, and I was able to get back within a month. Um, I say that speaks not only everybody as far as helping me in, in the training room at KC, but uh, just the things that I was doing at home and being able to come here and, and get the work done and be a professional about everything. Um, it's not just about me. It's about those guys on the field. So that's why I'm out here. That's why I'm here. That's why they wanted me here, and I'm here to win. That's it. Last one, Jeff. I know you said you can you know, you've learned from anybody in the room, but is there value in having a guy like Ronald Jones who's a veteran? I mean, this is one of the first years you really had a guy who's established in the league along with you to kind of bounce ideas off of and kind of roll. Established as far as how many years? I mean, last year I had Jet McKinnon who was got drafted in 13 and uh, dealt with injuries here, there. So it was – and I had years that he was, you know, absolutely rolling. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't just I wouldn't just pinpoint it as that, that one guy. I was able to learn from, from multiple guys uh, and not just my position. Uh, and that's the thing about, you know, you don't have to pinpoint – just one position or just stay in. Like, I, I go ask Travis about stuff. I ask Pat. I ask O-Lyman because, I mean, you never really know. Everybody deals with injuries, and everybody's body's pretty much the same. So I'm not going to, you know, talk to this person and this person if they never dealt with it. Um, I try to get as many resources as possible. And like I said, Jet was one of those guys. Um, Jet got drafted in a 13 or 14, I want to say, and I was, like, in the eighth grade. So it's like – it's like, but it's like over over time, like, I mean, he's still playing. And he was able to, to play at a high level. So it's like those you, – you sit there and you look at that and you watch that and you're like, okay, how can I at some point get in that category or can I be in that same – playing at that same level when I'm that age or been in the league that many years? So you ask him those questions and then it's eating habits and body and just pretty much being a professional. So, um, you know, like I say, I can learn from anybody. But as far as within those last years, like I learned from Dirty, I learned from those guys in the room. But uh, Jet was a, big, was a big part of that last year too. Oh yes, always oh, in the competition. Uh, Pat, I know it's making me better every single day. Uh, as y'all, I mean, as guys, y'all guys know, uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So I uh, compete against him every single day. Him, Trav, uh, receivers we just got in as well. I uh, make us better every single day. So we're all striving to be perfect. Never going to get there, but I'm excited where we're at. You're two in this game now, Nick. Where do you feel like you are defending in the past? I mean, you did have it seemed like out there you had an interception, hmm. a pass breakup, and then Andy had mentioned that this is the natural progression to take that step. But where do you think you are defending against the Oh, yeah, I feel, definitely feel like I'm trending in the right direction. A uh, long way to go. Um, it's a different position. Uh, I started going into this year, and so uh, playing the mic is different to be on the outside. So I'm trying to get the spacing of that part. Um, kind of kind of getting better at it, but still got a long way to go. How are you adjusting to the mic? Uh, going to the mic has actually been uh, pretty smooth. Um, last season, I played a little bit in sub, and so going in there a little bit, uh, getting the green dot a little bit works out. Um, so kind of some continuity going from base to sub, uh, but still a lot of guys working out at the mic position. So we're just seeing where we're going from there. Are you more comfortable with your pass coverage responsibilities at the mic than you were outside? Um, kind of, kind of similar. Um, again, it's just different in spacing. Uh, we got different things we do at the mic position. We do different as well. Um, so learn those things and trying to add those, uh, being trying to perfect those things. Uh, kind of as well, a growing progression is for uh, this off season. Obviously, projected that more.
more snaps? Are you doing anything conditioning-wise to maybe get ready to be on the field quite a bit more? Oh, yeah, definitely. i got to get back in shape. Uh, again, it's way different than my position. Uh, you're going to be on the play more, more times than you are in the wheel position. So I want to be in a position where I can go side on the sideline, uh, get better in shape, uh, kind of like where I was weight-wise last season. So I'm just going to try to get better in shape as we go along. Elijah Lee is just mm -hmm. into the room. What has he brought to you as far as veteran leadership and kind of you know helping out in, in different ways? Yeah, by far he's, he's an older vet in the room, so uh, he's seen a lot of football, uh, put a lot of different schemes and stuff. So um, him coming in and allowing us to uh, help him learn the scheme, and then he's also giving us feedback on what he's seeing and how people people try to attack the schemes that we're in. And so he's been beneficial for us, and I'm excited for him to be here. Has he helped you? I mean, he's a Blue Spring, you know, Kansas City area mm -hmm. guy. Has he helped you get to know the town a little bit? Oh, yeah, too? for sure. Oh, yeah, like, he came in. Uh, he kind of let us know different more places to eat and stuff like that. And so uh, he's been helpful for us around this area. And also, uh, we don't stay far from each other. So get to hang out a lot. So that's, that's cool as well. Do you feel more like a leadership role with now, you know, two of the leaders gone from last year, Hitch and Tyron Matthew? Mm -hmm. Do you feel that it's your chance now to step up and lead this defense? Oh, yes, ma'am. Uh, I feel like our times, our young guys, uh, not just me, uh, Willie, uh, we got uh, Justin Reed coming in, Jawine, uh, young guys on D-lines. It's our time to kind of step up and lead uh, as a group. Uh, it's not one person. Uh, nobody should be able to replace Hitch, uh, Tyron Matthews. Uh, those guys are special guys, and that's the reason why they wore C's. Um, and so it's just up for us to um, come in as a group and try to get guys in the best position as possible to play. Knowing that it's early, I mean, how's mm -hmm. the communication been so far early on with you and, and Justin Reed? Oh, yeah, it's been great. Uh, I got to train with him a little bit at Arizona, as I mentioned before. So we kind of had a little bit. We could kind of talk a little bit football there. And then since he's been here, he's been great. Uh, energy, high-energy guy. Uh, him and Willie probably compete for, for high energy in the, in the, on the defense. So uh, it's always exciting to be around. Speaking of past coverage, you're probably not going to mm -hmm. see more difficult matchups than what you see in practice going up against mm -hmm. Travis. What does facing Travis in practice and covering him really do for you? What have you learned from going up against him? Uh, vet savvy. Um, run routes, um, can make a, make a stem look different um, and, and run a different route. And so just kind of learning from him, uh, seeing what he sees uh, when we run zone coverage. He runs routes differently versus man coverage and stuff like that. So learning from him, learning how he stems stuff, learning how they, how they do their spacing on offense uh, helps us out tremendous. Did you, do any, did you do anything this offseason to improve catching the football? I think there were plays last year where you were around the ball a lot, but mm -hmm. you know, seeing a play like today's interception, is there anything that you did in the offseason that sort of identified that? Maybe you have more opportunities to get turnovers? Uh, yeah, just kind of capitalizing on turnovers. I had a couple opportunities uh, late in the season. Uh, two of them in Cincinnati, I believe. Uh, I probably could have run game, probably could have changed the game a little bit. Uh, so just kind of working on those things, getting on the jug. Um, not everything's going to be perfect as it is in practice. So when you get opportunities presented, you just got to make them. Nick, defensively last year, all the tackles that you were able to amass, mm -hmm. overall a great season. But when you look back at that year, was there anything that you noticed that I, I could have improved on this and I want to apply it to 2022? Uh, the big big picture thing is just vision, uh, seeing the field better. Um, coming in as a first year, everything's moving kind of fast. Um, the season progressed, kind of slowed down a little bit. Um, and so this season, just opened up my vision, be able to see more things uh, on the field at one time, uh, kind of has to play a little bit faster. And so that's what I'm, what I'm aiming toward. One more. Anybody? Uh, this time last year, you've just been drafted to learning the defense. How much mm -hmm. more comfortable are you this time around? You just you know the building, you know the playbook, these mm -hmm. things going into your second season. Oh, yeah, complete 180. Uh, it's a lot smoother. Uh, Again, everybody that's around here is just in confidence in me, um, Willie included. So uh, everybody's coming in just trying to give me the most confidence possible to, uh, to lead a team and, and um, go out there and play fast. And so I'm counting on those guys that count on me, and so we're just going to keep building and keep stacking days. Thanks, everybody. All right, thank you. Appreciate it.